0: What's up guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Construction Corner Podcast. A show where we are trying to tackle some of the biggest, toughest, most important issues facing our beloved industry uh, of construction. We come at you every Tuesday, hell or high water, and we're trying to bring content that's helpful, that engages curious and productive thought. And we're trying to spark a change, a change across the industry to make this better for everybody, to preserve the good parts that we all know and love and to shed off the bad stuff that we all could do without pretty easily. Again, you're hearing me start the show off, which means it is another solo episode. Look, guys, I know it's different. We haven't been on the mics, uh, both Dylan and I, at the same time very frequently over the last few months, but that is just real life both of us are also running actual businesses where we make actual money uh, unlike our podcast here that we don't charge anything for we don't make anything from all we ask is that you guys like the show share it around and and comment on it you know reach out let's let's keep the conversation going spread this around to your colleagues to your friends to your family to your aunts and uncles i don't really give a shit where it goes just keep spreading it around for us so we can keep spreading the good word and we can keep doing this uh, week in, week out, um, to bring you the content that, that I think and that we think is, is important to the industry as a whole. So with that, guys, the audio quality is going to kind of suck today. Admittedly, I'm in my my new truck. It's a big, badass diesel, and it is not the quietest machine running down the road, but sometimes on a Sunday afternoon, that's what you are left with. I had to go and drop off our skid steer at a job site today, and that's really going to kind of focus on the topic I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, Dylan. Dylan kind of touched on this subject a few months ago, but I think it's worthy of bringing back up, and and that is the topic of grace. Okay, the construction industry, in a normal economy, in a normal time frame, is pretty damn stressful, right? It's just kind of the nature of the beast. The stakes are high. The risk is sometimes just outrageously high. Um, so the stress is high. People are literally up against the wall every day, trying to meet schedules, trying to hold budgets, uh, trying to to keep the quality levels that is demanded upon any project that we're involved with. And it's a lot to take on sometimes. Now, don't get me wrong, we all ask for it. We all choose to stay where we're at and to do what we're doing. So nobody's crying about it. But my point is, especially on the construction side, it can lead people in general to get pretty pretty freaking heated sometimes. There are conversations that take place behind closed doors, inside job trailers, sometimes right out in the middle of the job site. That, frankly, would make a pirate blush. And, you know, again, as an industry, we are a little bit like pirates. We're not sailing the open seas and, and plundering, but we are out here fighting for our lives, at least proverbially, every single day and we're fighting to keep projects going, we're fighting everything, and, and now you know, take this already stressful industry full of pirates and full of type A aggressive personalities and push us through the last two years of absolute horseshit that has been handed down from our government. It's not getting any better, in fact it's getting worse with inflation at record highs, with supply chain at record lows, with problems getting labor and problems keeping people on your staff problems with getting permits and dealing with municipalities and dealing with all the taxes and just the everyday bullshit. It has made the last couple years significantly more stressful for all of us. The next couple years, I predict, are going to be even worse. So you take this this cocktail that we have here of, of a shit economy with all the bad stuff going on, a government that truly doesn't give a shit about any one of us, and all of these problems with sourcing materials and, and labor and it can lead to those those conversations that you know five years ago on the job site were already pretty heated now they can get downright nasty and when people don't do what they tell you they're going to do when they don't show up on time when their stuff isn't ready they they are literally killing schedules or budgets or quality or or worse all three all of the above and so Sometimes the cork just blows off the bottle, right, when you're not, not expecting it. Case in point, we have a, a very high profile job uh, here in Livingston County. We are still not able to tell the general public what the hell it is, so we refer to it as our top secret Livingston County project. If you follow me or Schaefer Construction at all on social, you've probably seen bits and pieces of it, because um, I do post quite frequently. So anyways, we have this project. It's been on a absolute fast track schedule since day one. We are flying down the tracks. My superintendent has this thing running like a well-oiled machine. We have been fighting through the adversity of supply chain. We've been getting creative. We've been sourcing different products. We've been pivoting almost every week when things come up, and, and we have to. And we've been doing it, and it's been kicking ass. We've been successful up to now. We are we are right where we need to be schedule-wise. We are right where we need to be budget-wise. Our quality on this project is at the highest caliber where we demand it. Our clients are thrilled. Happy clients means happy owners, happy me. Everything's been pretty damn good. We have a lot of stone on this project, and if you know anything about the commercial construction world, stonemasons are a bit of a different breed, right? We work with Brick masons all the time. And brick masons are, you know, your typical big burly badasses. They they thrive in commercial construction. They can meet our schedules. They can meet our quality and our budget demands. But what they can't do is put up stone. Now, they can, it's not that they can't do it. They can, but they can't do it competitively from a pricing point. For whatever reason, it still sits today that, that most of the stone is relegated to residential projects. And because of that, it's relegated to residential labor rates. So when our commercial brick masons try to bid a stone package for us, typically they just they aren't they aren't where we need them to be. They aren't very competitive and, and that's just nature of the beast. So when you do have stone on a commercial project, you are left with hiring what I call pseudo kind of hybrid residential slash commercial Uh, outfits. Nothing wrong with these guys by nature. Nothing wrong at all, Uh, but we've talked before about the differences between residential and commercial construction. They're pretty significant in, in some pretty major ways, one being pace and schedule. In the commercial world, we move way, way faster than anything residential. It's not a knock on those guys. It's not anything other than the damn truth. We run at a different pace than different types of construction and there's reasons for that. Um, People are investing huge, huge sums of money, Uh, typically entrepreneurial uh, minded individuals are investing their own capital for either growing their business or starting their new business or or whatever it is their, their, their new facility is going to do for them, but you can't make money until it's done until the, the project is done and, and you as an owner can get your guys in there, your people in there and actually operate it and, and do what it is that you do uh, to make a living. So there's a, a higher push on schedule all the time. Now because of that, there's also a, a higher cost involved because it's, it's the old project triad, you know, the, the triangle that we've talked about before. You can have uh, quality on one leg, schedule on another leg and cost on the third leg, and you have to be able to balance all three of those in order for this this scenario, this industry to, to keep doing what we need to do. So long-winded answer, but residential guys typically, A, they're a little less costly, but B, they are way, way slower by nature. So now back to our stone thing, we bring stone into a commercial project and we are hiring these pseudo-residential slash commercial guys who don't really understand our pace, they don't like to run with us, and that can lead to significant tension on the job site. Because, yeah, as I've mentioned, my superintendent, one of his major tasks is to make sure that our projects are flying down the tracks at warp speed, and that we are making our dates and we are making our schedule commitments all along the way. Because if we don't make our schedule commitments, there are very real consequences on most projects where uh, we, we can be penalized, we can be penalized financially. Uh, it doesn't look good to a client if we miss dates. It doesn't look good to future clients if we can't say with a with a honesty and with a, a good intention that we make our schedules, that we don't miss schedules, we don't miss our dates. A whole lot of things can go wrong. So we've got these stone guys who are residential by nature. They're playing in the commercial world by necessity, and they just don't move as, as quickly. Our project in particular, we have quite a bit of stone on this job, and don't get me wrong, the architect did a great job designing it, it's going to look beautiful when it's done, but there's quite a bit of stone on it. So, what we have here is this perfect storm, because they don't keep the schedules, they're not used to the cash flow of commercial construction, they're not used to not getting a deposit, Uh, ahead of time to buy materials. So we had this this perfect storm where we were told that our stone was all ordered. We were told that it was going to be delivered uh, on a certain day. Well, that day came and that day went. No stone. So my superintendent starts making phone calls asking the the hard questions, you know, where the F is the stone? Where the hell are you guys? And They came up with a bunch of excuses. Some might call them lies. Some might call them just trying to to pass the buck. It was the manufacturer, it was the distributor, and the distributor couldn't find anyone to drive the trucks, and the trucks are blah, 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 blah. blah. Anyways, long story short, our stone isn't there. Well, along with all the aggressive scheduling, we stack these jobs very, very tightly with our trades. Our, Our trade partners, have to get in and have to get out in as quick and efficient of a manner as possible so that that everybody makes money on a job site. There's nothing more costly on a job than having to stop and having your guys stand around or have to leave and lose their momentum and come back. It's like running a marathon. If you stop in the middle of it and you walk into Taco Bell and you have lunch, when you go back out to the the marathon, you've lost all of your, your Potential. You've lost all of your momentum, and it takes a lot more effort to get you back into any sort of race. So the stone isn't there, which means the stonemasons have literally not much of anything to do. They did some prep work, and that was fine and good, but they got that done in a matter of a couple of days, and now there's still no stone. Which means now our carpenters can't put on the siding, which means that our window guys can't put in the windows, and our trim guys can't finish the trim, and on and on and on. You can see where this goes. It has a ripple effect. Uh, much like like yanking a a tablecloth off, but you're not doing it fast enough to pull it out from beneath the dishes without them breaking. You're kind of doing it half-ass, and one or two dishes is bound to shatter. So now we've got this ripple through the whole schedule, and we're good. You know, our guys are good, our partners are good, my superintendent is great, things get re shaken up, the schedule gets worked out, we move guys around, we, we make arrangements, we pivot just like we do, and progress keeps happening. But that can only work for so long. You can only postpone what you need to have done for so long before literally it grinds a job to a halt. And that's, that's just a bad day for everybody, especially for the guy that owns a construction company in charge of this all. A dead job site is the worst possible thing we can ever have. So now another week goes by, still no stone. Another week goes by, still no stone. We went about a month and a half, maybe even two months, No freaking stone. And my superintendent's pulling his hair out. The carpenters are getting upset. Everyone on down the line is getting upset because they have to make commitments to other general contractors besides just me. They work for numerous people because as much as I would love to keep my main crew, my main guys busy 100% of the time, that's just not the nature of this beast. We're not big enough, we'll never be big enough to keep every one of our trade partners only on our projects. So... They've made commitments to other people, and now we're pushing them back, so they have to change those commitments to someone else, and someone else loses down the line, or or they uphold those commitments, and then we're just sitting dead in the water, and it's just a bad situation. So, I was personally involved in a few of these, these discussions that I started off today's episode with, and they got pretty damn heated. There was a lot of things said uh, in a trailer, in one specific instance, that... Uh, those with uh, uh, not the, the, the fortitude and, and the, the grit that, that some of us have, they, they might crumble and, and, and break down having a conversation like, like we had. Uh, it's part of the business. It, it was a necessary thing to, to happen. Um, and it, it drives a point home, too. And while it may not be everybody's cup of tea, it may not be most people's cup of tea, sometimes having those aggressive, loud, uh, somewhat, some might say mean conversations uh, are absolutely necessary. They're necessary and they're effective uh, and they prove a point and they, they let you know some steam blow off the top so the whole thing doesn't explode but they can also get pretty ugly and you're left with this animosity between different people, between in this case our stonemason and us. and. Our carpenters and the stonemasons and then there's a rift that forms between the carpenters and us and, it, and everyone knows what's going on everyone sees the writing on the wall everyone knows what's going on with supply chain with all the other shit today but it's still really hard to stomach that sometimes when it's it's affecting everybody's bottom line and fast forward a little bit now our stone has finally arrived great stone's there the masons showed up a few days later and they start putting the stuff in. They're they're not moving nearly as fast, I think, as anyone had hoped. Um, but they're doing a good job. And and again, the topic of today is grace. So I realized when I was sitting down uh, earlier this morning to write my, my social media post for the week, I was making a post about our stone stone boys. And you know, it's it's easy to point blame. It's easy to yell and scream. But the reality is, not all of this situation is their fault. In fact, a lot of it is based because of this this day and age we live in, with all of the crap going on with the economy and and inflation and supply chain, and there's not a single one of us that can control that or or really do much of anything to fix it right now, other than vote out the morons that are leading this parade. But that's a different topic and a different show altogether. So... I decided this morning at my, at my house at HQ2 to start showing a little bit of grace, cut these guys some slack. They're there, they're on our site now, they're, they're back on the team, they're part of our team. We, we rely on them and we need them. We need them to follow through and do what they are there to do. It's an integral part of the project and, and we can't do it without them. So we're going to afford these guys the, the same amount of grace and the same amount of leeway that we would anyone else. So long story short, I made this decision, like I said, to just have some grace, give these guys a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, and and just get past it. Look over it, or or look past it, Rad, look past the delays, look past the challenges, and get back to fighting on the same team. Well, as typical on the weekends, um, a lot of times I have to drive our skid steer out to whatever project it's needed at for the next week. And I enjoy it. It gives me a chance to kind of go and see our job sites, usually all by myself uh, and alone, especially on Sundays. Sunday afternoons, typically, uh, obviously nobody's working. Well, today, after what happened this morning, I jumped in my truck and, and loaded up the, the skid steer. And I drove it out to the job site. And lo and behold, our stonemasons, at least two of them, are there today on a Sunday afternoon working their asses off. And I thought, wow, is this the universe just reaffirming me that we all need to just be better people? Uh, and I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it was coincidence, but anyways, I, I unload the skids here, I drop off the trailer and I, I go walking over to him and, you know, we had our pleasantries, shook some hands and, and we're chatting and I said, Sunday guys, what what are we doing here on a Sunday? And he looked at me and this is the owner of the company and he calls me sir, which is not by design, he's of a different uh, ethnicity. And, and I think he does it out of respect. It makes makes me feel a little goofy. But anyways, he goes, sir, cause I know what I did to the, this project. I know what happened to the schedule. And I know when I was supposed to be here, I know exactly who I'm who I'm delaying because of these. So I'm gonna do everything I possibly can to make this situation right and to fix this. In, and this is how I can do it. Cause I was supposed to have five guys here today, only one showed up, but we're still here and we're getting it done. Then he proceeded to give me his plan for the the forthcoming week, and how he's doing. He's kind of skipping around in his normal process, with the sole reason, the sole intent of getting enough done that he can get out of our carpenter's way and let the carpenter start putting the siding back on the building. And, And it really hit me. It really hit me, man. Like, all right, this guy gets it, right? He may never move at the pace we need him to, or that we we want him to. And maybe it's an unrealistic pace to begin with, but. Regardless, he understands how projects work. He understands how construction works. He understands what happened. And while we were very, very upset and there was these very heated discussions that took place between a lot of people, at the end of the day, none of that really did shit for shit. It didn't make the stone get there any faster. It didn't make the masons move any quicker. It didn't do anything other than let off some steam and probably make some people – you know, have a a worse off day than they, they should have. So that's about all I'm going to go on with. But I guess my point is just keep having, keep having that foresight, keep, keep giving grace because we're all in this shit show together. And if you listen to anybody who's worth a shit, it's not going to get better first. It's going to get worse and it's probably going to get a lot worse. And we are going to come to rely more so than ever on our tribe on our teammates, on those around us, because truly we are all in this same fight together against those that are trying to destroy this country by tearing it apart at its very fabric. So have some grace, have some compassion, be a damn human and, and do what you can just to be a nicer person, to try and make things better for somebody else. It's all I'm asking. I'm not on a soapbox. Uh, well, I kind of am because you're listening to me, but I'm not perfect obviously I started off with, with that. I, I led the pirate show. I've done it before. I'll probably do it again. Um, but just stop and think once in a while before you blow the doors off of somebody, uh, emotionally or mentally, uh, or physically, um, just stop and think, is it really going to do any good? Is it really going to, to benefit any party at the end of the day? Or is it just going to feel good for a few minutes and, and maybe, you know, Maybe that's all it's good for. And if it's the latter, maybe do without it. Maybe figure out a different way to handle the situation. Um, Maybe just be a better person, right? I'm talking all the time about building better. Build better is our, our tagline. It's everything we do. It's in our culture. Well, this weekend, I reminded myself that I still have to keep that motto. I still have to build better myself. And I have to make sure my team is building better with me so with that guys that's going to be today's uh kind of rant kind of ramblings whatever the hell you want to call it again i appreciate the hell out of everybody listening to the show our numbers are going up which means that you're actually doing what we're asking you to please keep it up share the show give us a like or give us some comments on the on the show it is so important that we can keep growing our reach and keep spreading this out there we don't make any money on this we don't put ads on the show we don't charge you to listen to this We do this strictly trying to help and strictly trying to make the industry a better place so we can all build better together. That's what we're doing. We're glad you guys are here. We love you. We appreciate you. And that's it. We'll see you next week.